You're listening to the Digital State of Mind podcast with your host, Jessica Hawks, where we get honest about all things entrepreneurship, balancing life and business, and navigating the world in a digital age. Welcome back to the Digital State of Mind podcast. In this episode today, we are going to be talking about separating your business from personal Instagram. Same concept applies to TikTok or other social media platforms that you may be on. But I'm going to talk about this from the perspective of someone who is starting a business and is kind of curious what the protocol is for Instagram, if you should switch your Instagram to business, if you should just delete all the pictures you have, if you should start a new account. I'm going to talk about it from that perspective. And then I'm also going to talk about it from the perspective of someone who is already an established business owner, who already has their business Instagram up and running and is interested in in starting to create more personal content, lifestyle content, that type of thing. So to get started, One of the questions that I get all of the time is, should I start a new account for my business? Maybe you are a new virtual assistant, new social media manager, aspiring Pinterest manager, whatever the situation looks like for you, and you already have a personal Instagram and you're kind of wondering what you should do going forward. And the reason that a lot of people kind of hesitate on this or or wonder what is the proper thing to do is because naturally we feel like, well, if I already have followers on my personal account, then it would make sense that I should just use that for business, but that's not always the case. If you do already have a personal Instagram that you're using, then in that scenario, I want you to ask yourself a few questions. And the first question is, are my followers ideal? Because whenever it comes to having a business account, the sole purpose of that account should be for your business. That doesn't mean that you won't post anything personal. Of course, it's super important to be incorporating personal content. I would say that I post around 70% business content and then 30% personal content, especially on my stories. Um, But what you really wanna remember is that when it comes to your followers on your business account, quality over quantity is so important. If you have a personal Instagram and you have, let's say, a thousand followers on there and none of them are interested in the services that you're offering, then they're not really going to be a help to you. And in the long run, it's probably going to hurt you more than anything because the growth of your account and the engagement that you get on your account is really important. And if someone's not interested in what you're doing in regards to your business, your engagement is likely going to be low. So this means you really want to take a good look at the type of following that you have on your personal account and think about if that's actually going to translate over into being potential clients for you. The other thing that you want to think about is, do I want to post on my personal Instagram? And I'll I'll kind of give you a scenario for this. So for me, before I started my business, I had a personal Instagram. I didn't really use it very often. I rarely posted on my stories. I posted on my feed maybe twice a year. And I'd also had that Instagram account since I was like 
well, basically as long as I can remember, at least since I was 13, yeah, maybe older than that, maybe like 15, but regardless, I had had the account for a really long time and I just didn't particularly want to go from having that private personal Instagram account to just completely turning that into a business account and people being like, what is happening? I also was very selective about who I was telling that I had started my business because of course we're all afraid of judgment in the beginning and I didn't really want everyone that I knew in my personal life seeing this new venture that I was going on if they found my business Instagram account whatever it's a different scenario but I just didn't want them all seeing it on my personal Instagram and because of the fact that I rarely posted on there I was I just preferred to be done with that account start a new business account and have a fresh start be able to really build my followers and my community based off of my business and people who were interested in my business so for me i decided to just start a new business instagram account now i still rarely posted on my personal account but i basically was just kind of washing my hands of it i archived a lot of stuff i didn't use it i just fully put my focus on my business instagram account now for you if you're still wanting to use your personal instagram as your personal instagram if you're the type of person who posts a lot you post when you're on vacation you post pictures of your dog you post you know photo dumps or whatever it is on your personal account, if you still want to do that, then you absolutely are going to want to start a new business Instagram because the thing about it is you don't want to confuse your followers and you really want everything that you post on your business Instagram to have a meaning, especially on your actual grid so you don't want to be posting just random pictures of your dog with, you know, a short caption or things that are, are meant really for your personal Instagram. You don't want to start mixing that too heavily with your business Instagram. It's totally fine to post like big life events. Maybe you got married, you got engaged, you got a dog, something like that exciting. That's totally fine to post on your business Instagram, but you just don't frequently want to be posting things that are intended for a personal account, right? So in that scenario, if you still want to use your personal account for posting casually, then definitely start a business account, a separate business account. I know a lot of people get really intimidated by the idea of starting from zero, but whenever you really think about it, I was booked out, completely booked out, making $9,000 a month within my business when I had around 500 followers, which really isn't that much when you start to make connections in the online community. And if you have 10 followers and all 10 of those followers are potential clients who are interested in your services, then you could be booked out from those 10 followers. Followers do not matter when it comes to making money in your business, especially as a service provider, because you only need a few clients to be completely booked out and making really good money in your business. So you don't need 5,000 followers. You don't, you don't even need 500 followers in order to be booked out, working fully remotely for yourself as a business owner. So please don't let yourself be intimidated by starting from zero and feeling like you're behind, you're not behind. Something else I will also say about this is 
if you are the type of person who is afraid of judgment from your friends and family, if you are, if you feel awkward about them finding your business Instagram and seeing what you're posting, that is a completely normal feeling. And most new business owners feel that way. You know, whenever we think about failing and being afraid of failing, we're usually not so much afraid of failing in itself. And failing is a relative term because there really is no failing in your business unless you just completely give up on it. But when we think about that, we're really not so much afraid of failing itself. We're afraid more so of other people seeing us quote unquote fail, especially the people that we actually know in our life, like our friends and family. So it's a normal feeling to have. And for me, like I said, the only person that I told that I was starting this business was my my dad, my partner at the time, and I think I maybe told like one friend, but even my closest friends, I didn't tell them because I really wanted to just be able to focus on my business, to get it off the ground running and be able to say like, hey, I've been working on this in the background. Look at what I've been able to accomplish. So don't be afraid to block people, to block people from your stories. I know it feels really mean, but it really is just a protection of your energy because especially in those beginning phases, you really have to be selective about who you're sharing information with because everyone loves to give you their opinion. And at the end of the day, People who are not doing exactly what you want to be doing, their opinion doesn't matter. A lot of people don't understand the online space, whether it's your parent or your sibling or one of your friends. A lot of people just don't have a good understanding of the online space. And because of that, it can make them worried whenever you are you know, starting a business online because it's just so so abstract to them and it's it's not the typical path that we're told to follow so obviously sometimes people are just mean about it but most of the time it's coming from a place of worry and a place of them caring about you and loving you but it's also really important that you Remember that you're doing this for yourself and that anyone who has accomplished what you want to do would tell you, yes, do it. Push yourself out of your comfort zone. Try this thing. You know, start your own business. Anyone who's who you look up to would tell you that. And those are the people's opinions that should matter to you. Okay, so leading right in to the situation of already being an established business owner and Well, let me back up. I'll just kind of tell you my experience with this because I think that there's so many unique situations that that can happen surrounding this, but I'll tell you from my perspective just so you can kind of understand what a potential scenario would look like. So for me, I, I already told you that I had a private personal Instagram and once I started my business Instagram, I think I posted once on my personal Instagram after that and from there it pretty much just went dead and I still have that Instagram for some reason, it's just too nostalgic for me to delete it, but I never use it, never go on it, maybe once a month, if that, just to check my messages and check to see if, you know, any close family is posted. But outside of that, I really don't use it at all. So I was in a situation where I was not really using that at all, and I was fully honed in on my business Instagram and then also my business TikTok, and I was pretty much exclusively using it for that. Of course, like I said, still posting personal content because that's a very important factor 
in your business Instagram. People want to see who you are, who you are as a person, what your hobbies are. They want to see your life and they want to feel like they know you. So it's still really important to post personal content. And I was doing that. Now, this year, I would say maybe the beginning of this year, it started getting to the point where I would be like, oh, you know what? I really want to make a video on TikTok about decorating a room in my house or about a makeup item that I found or just, you know, an easy post about the outfit that I'm wearing or my thoughts on a TV show, just kind of random posts like that. But it got to the point where I was like, well, posting this on my business TikTok doesn't really make sense because my audience is there for business primarily for learning how to start their own business and an occasional personal post here and there was totally fine, but it was getting to the point where I wanted to post that type of personal content more and more frequently. And I would hold myself back from doing it because I didn't want to convolute my business TikTok too much to the point, too much to the point where people were like, okay, I feel like I'm, I feel like she's kind of getting away from the reason that I followed her, followed her in the first place. Oh my God, I can't talk today. (laughs) Perfect day for recording a podcast episode when I'm stumbling all over my words, but it started getting it to that point. And so I was like, okay, you know what? I need to just go ahead and bite the bullet and, uh, create a personal TikTok. I was getting the same feeling with my Instagram because while I share a ton of personal stuff on my stories and an occasional personal post here or there, I wanted to be able to, you know, post about random things, a picture of my dog, things I was doing in the house, my husband, my family, random photos that were just more personal and I think you get what I'm saying, more casual than would be fitting for my business Instagram. So I started this personal Instagram and it just kind of sat there for months. And it's really funny because you kind of assume that once people start a business and they're successful and they're doing what you want to be doing, that nothing really scares them anymore. And I think that I I was under the impression of this, like, oh, that person has it all together. They're so confident. You know, they've already pushed themselves out of their comfort zone. They would do whatever and just be confident with it. And it's so funny because once you are a business owner and, you know, I'm years in at this point and have overcome so many fears that I had and pushed myself out of my comfort zone in ways that I never thought that I would, you still come upon so many situations where you're like, wow, this is throwing me right back to how I felt in the beginning of starting my business when I was scared and the thought of starting something new was so intimidating and being afraid of judgment, being afraid of something not working out or something failing or nobody liking your pictures or your videos not getting any views. I was thrown right back into that headspace about my personal Instagram and my personal TikTok, and I was not expecting that to happen, and I kid you not, it took me so long to make my first post on Instagram, and very similar to business Instagrams, once I did it, I was like, why have I been so afraid of this? It seems so silly, but I'm sure so many of you can relate to that when it comes to starting your business Instagram. And how you can feel the same way whenever you, you know, go to start something new. So 
I eventually started posting on TikTok. The reason that I started doing that is because we bought a new house. We sold our old house, bought a new house. And whenever we bought our old house, I had really, that's when I really started to want to make that type of home content, decorating content, DIY, stuff like that. But our old house just really, I was very uninspired by it. It had very low ceilings, didn't have good lighting, and it just... It wasn't what I kind of wanted to put into the world. And whenever we bought our new house, I was like, oh my God, I'm so much more inspired now. This feels like I can really make this space beautiful and share it with people. And so once we moved into our new house, I started posting on my personal TikTok and very quickly started gaining traction. I have had a couple videos on there go viral, which was totally not expecting. The first few videos that I posted on my personal TikTok got like 200 views at most. And that was really a <laughs> hit to my confidence. You know, my business TikTok is pretty successful and I, I never post a video on my business TikTok and it just sits at zero views for a long time. And I was experiencing that with my personal TikTok and I was like, oh my God, this is so taking me back to the early days. But with consistent posting, my videos started getting more and more views. I think I have around 3,000 followers on there, which is nothing crazy. But I, like I said, I've had a, quite a few videos go viral. And the reason that I wanted to start this was not only to be an out, another creator creative outlet for me. I definitely was starting to feel like TikTok and Instagram. I was only using them for business and I wasn't really feeling inspired by them anymore. And I am definitely the type of person who would not be on social media at all if I didn't have to, if I didn't have a business that was 100% reliant on it. But I still wanted to have some type of creative outlet. I think once you are, you know, in your business and content creation is part of your job and you do that for money and you do that to find clients or have people sign up for your programs it can really start to take the creativity out it out of it and i was starting to feel drained and just uninspired and i wanted some type of outlet and that's what my personal tiktok has become for me i also wanted to kind of start growing that so that i could start to establish a a presence online that was about me and my life, my lifestyle versus it just being about my business because I think that there are so many opportunities that come with that, you know, so many opportunities for brand partnerships and sponsorships and collaborations and the ability to just get so many opportunities because of you being a personality and just for who you are as opposed to just because of your business. So I started this new TikTok venture and it's been really exciting. It's been a little bit stressful because I definitely get that feeling, that anxiety feeling of, oh, I have to post and now I have two TikToks to keep up and it's a little bit overwhelming, but it's been really fun. And the thing is, whenever you have a business TikTok or a business Instagram, let's say in my scenario, I have a lot of followers on my business TikTok, but when it comes to things like brand deals and kind of expanding your, I guess, presence or your persona online, it can be really difficult to find brand deals and find partnerships when your 
success or your amount of followers is based on business because it starts to kind of limit you to only doing partnerships with businesses. That is who, that's why people follow you on a business TikTok. They follow you for your business, of course, for you as well, but it's mostly for your business. And in that scenario, whenever you, whenever brands are looking you know, at you and the type of content that you create and who your your audience is, they're really kind of focusing on, okay, how is this person's audience gonna relate to our brand, our product, whatever it is that they're partnering with you on. So it can make it difficult to expand past that. And that's really what I was struggling with. And I wanted to have the opportunity to have an account that people were following me for me and for you know, my home and my family and my dog and my husband and my thoughts and all of these things that were separate from my business and the courses that I have and what I teach to people. So that was my purpose for that. So if you are kind of experiencing the same thing and you have maybe grown with your business TikTok or even if you haven't and you're kind of feeling that pull towards creating content for you and creating content for the opportunity to potentially get brand deals, potentially have another source of income through that, then I would definitely recommend starting a different TikTok. That doesn't mean that you can't still post personal things on your business TikTok or on your business uh, Instagram, but it's definitely better to have that separation when you're looking at it in terms of, okay, I potentially want to make money from this. So, Some tips that I want to give you that I have kind of um, learned combined from not only having a business, but also now starting to venture into personal TikTok content. I will definitely say that niche is not as important. You know, whenever, I think that niche is always important in some way, but with your business specifically, in order to see fast growth, it's definitely important to niche down and be clear about who you're serving, what you're offering, how you're helping them. And in terms of a personal TikTok, you definitely, if you niche down, you likely are going to see growth quicker. You know, there's people who niche down into cooking content, into fashion, into, you know, interior design, or you see kind of the broader people who are doing a little bit of everything. They're more of just an internet personality. So they are talking about design, they're talking about fashion, they're talking about makeup, they're talking about outfits, they're talking about you know, their hobbies, etc. There's a lot of people who are kind of more broad and are basing it more so off of their personality. So I think you kind of have to decide, okay, which way do I want to go with it? Do I want to base this off of my personality and, and pull people in because of that? Or do I want this to be a little bit more niched down? For me, I did want to niche down a little bit more. So I'm really more so focusing on home, lifestyle, and family, I would say, is something that's going to be incorporated a lot more, like things that me and my husband do together or funny videos of him, etc. So that's more so what I am focusing on because I know that the growth can come quicker from that. 
what I will say with this is, you know, think about it beforehand and you can always try different things out. You will never find what your niche is and what your community is without trying out different things. You can always pivot if you need to. But, you know, whenever you get super, super niche down, you can pigeonhole yourself a little bit. So if you want to base it more off of your personality and draw people in that way, then you can definitely be more broad in all of the different topics that you are, are posting about. In your content. Something else to remember is that people need a reason to follow you. People need to be incentivized to follow you because at the end of the day, numbers influence people. I'm sure you have at one point seen a video that you liked on your For You page, contemplated following the person, swiped over, seen that they didn't really have that many followers, and decided not to follow them. It's weird, but we are very influenced by the masses. So if we see that someone has a ton of followers, we are more likely to follow them. That's why you need to give people a reason to follow you. For example, on my business TikTok, the reason that people follow me is because of the fact that they can learn how to start a business from me, that I have something that they want. The reason that people are following my personal account now is because they are interested in the way that I decorate my home and it's inspiring to them and they, you know, like the aesthetic that I have and the products that I'm choosing and the designs that I'm doing in my house, the renovations, that's something they're really interested in seeing. Therefore, they're more motivated to follow me. If you have one video that goes viral and none of your other content is, you know, attractive to people, then you're not going to get a lot of followers from that. Likes on TikTok really mean nothing. It's more so about your followers and the engagement they have with your content. So remember that people need a reason to follow you and figure out what that reason is. Figure out if you want them to follow you because they really love your designs in your house. Figure out if they want you to, if they want to follow you because of your humor. Figure out if you're going to give the reason to follow you as the fact that you give them outfit inspiration or that they love the makeup tips that you're giving or the workout tips that you're giving. Whatever it is, give people a reason to follow you and figure out a way to set yourself apart. At the end of the day, there are a lot of people who are content creators. And while I stand by the fact that I don't think that the market for content creators, for service providers, for virtual assistants, for social media managers, etc., I don't think that the market is oversaturated. P.S. I have a whole podcast episode on that if you want to listen to that, but I don't think the market is oversaturated, but I think that the market has shifted a little bit and people are really looking for people who are unique and people who do things differently and people who really put themselves out there and you know, people who are just truly being themselves, that is what people are looking for. Whether it's in your personal content or whether it's in your business content, this is something to think about and to implement because you have to really hone in on what your uniqueness is. Maybe it's that you have really unique style. There's this girl on TikTok that literally does outfit of the days and she has the craziest outfits. They're really cool in my opinion. I would never wear them, but <laughs> she will literally like strap key boards to the front of her and has all of these crazy, you know, I don't even know what you would call them, accessories to add to her outfits. And that's interesting to people. It's entertaining to people. It's something that is different about her. And that's the reason why people follow her. So you have to figure out 
what it is that makes you unique that is going to make people want to come along for the ride. All right. I know this was a bit of a shorter episode, but I wanted to have some more bite-sized episodes in this season because there are going to be (laughs) plenty of episodes that are longer and kind of more heavy. But thanks for tuning in. As always, please message me on Instagram if you think of any questions that I didn't cover in this episode or if there are any specific topics that you would love to hear on the podcast. I am Open Ears and I will talk to you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Digital State of Mind podcast. I am your host, Jessica Hawks, and I am so happy to have you here. Follow along with us on Instagram at the Digital State of Mind so that we can stay connected with you and get your feedback on what you want to hear on the show. I know everyone says this, but we're serious, okay? <laughs> Talk to you next time.